Hello, adventuresses, and welcome to the podcast dedicated to women who love horses, travel, and most of all, adventure. My name is Heather, and I will be your host today. Um, you know, we're, we're getting near the end of February. Uh, the weather, fingers crossed, is slowly starting to get better. The snow hopefully will start to melt soon, and uh, we'll be able to hit some of those trails, get out riding again where... You know, the days are getting a little bit longer, so we are getting a little bit more time, you know, at supper time and on the weekends. Um, So I thought today would be a great day just to kind of refresh us, do a little reminder of things that we should should do and not do um, when we're riding by ourselves. So <clears throat> stay tuned for a really great episode on riding solo tips and advice from a solo rider. We are explorers. We are trailblazers. We love to do what cannot be done. We love to test our limits, cross borders, and we love the freedom horses bring us. We seek lands without fences. Who are we? We are equestrian adventuresses. We are a community of women who love horses, travel, and adventure. To infinity and beyond! And now your hosts... Uta and Heather. Today's podcast is sponsored by Stone Horse Expeditions in Mongolia. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to visit a distant land, ride across unfenced grassy hills, down long flower-filled valleys, crossing rivers and mountain passes, making camp in beautiful riverside setting, and watching the horses graze in nearby meadows, all while sipping a glass of wine? or perhaps a cup of tea just as the sun goes down. And then do it again tomorrow and again for days at a time. Stone Horse Expeditions in Mongolia with their easygoing yet tough Mongolian horses, each with an unforgettable character, may be just the trip you were looking for to help rebalance in pristine nature with like-minded friends after a long absence of travel. Stone Horse provides a safe, small group environment, taking care of your needs from the moment you arrive till the moment of departure. Their seasoned staff and experienced trip leaders, their own comfortable handmade saddles and the delicious meals conjured up each night will make for an adventure of a lifetime. With a combined expedition experience of 40 plus years, the owners of Stonehorse know what to provide you to make each trip a memorable experience. Whether traveling with friends or making new ones along the way, you will add to the story of Stonehorse and it will become a part of your own. You can contact Stonehorse through their website at www.stonehorsemongolia.com or email them directly at info at stonehorsemongolia.com to learn more about how you can join them as they travel by horseback through the cultural and wilderness landscapes of this enchanted land. Well, we're back, adventuresses, talking about riding by ourselves, riding solo. Um, This is the time of year where we're just itching, itching to get out there. Um, You know, Groundhog has told us whether or not we're going to have six more weeks of winter or if spring is right around the corner. Uh, In some places, the horses are starting to shed. Um, Here, we're kind of having another cold snap, so it might be a few more weeks before I'm able to get out there and hit the trails. Um, but it is that time of year where we're, we're wanting to get out there. Um, if you are like myself, uh, I, 
uh, where I keep my horse at my place. I just have one. Um, I don't have anyone immediately available to ride with. So when I do want to ride, I'm, I'm almost always by myself. So, so that being said, um, you know, going, go, I always look at riding, um, Yes, I, I have a, a, my passion for horses, my, my love of riding, you know, the exercise component that goes along with it. Um, but there is something, um, that is mentally soothing for physically, uh, emotionally, um, you know, when you go and just spend some time with your horse. Um, it's good for your soul. That, that's really how I look at it. Um, you know, some of the, the best, therapy I've ever received has come non-verbally from my uh, from my horse and maybe my cat too but um, I do find that uh, you know that those first couple of rides um, that you do in the spring um, you know are always a little bit nerve-wracking because you're like what kind of beast am I gonna get you've had a few months off because it's been so bloody cold and we have had no place to go riding um, but I do think that, you know, there are some reminders that we all probably need um, at the beginning of the season before we head out. So here's my list. First and foremost, when you're going riding, especially by yourself, even when you're not going by yourself, it's always a really good idea to let somebody know where you're going and potentially how long you're going to be gone for. So, you know, if you were just going for a hack down the road. Um, you know, there, there's lots of hazards that could happen. We, we just never know. You know, we are riding in a thousand, twelve hundred pound uh, beast with this mind of its own. Um, so always a really good idea, whether that's shoot the person, you know, your, your spouse, your partner, your kids, uh, your best girlfriend. Hey, I'm going for a ride. I think I'll be gone about an hour. I'll touch base with you when I get back. Um, those are two really important things. Uh, when I'm leaving and when I'm coming back, along with, yeah, I'm going for a ride to this place or I'm trailering to, um, you know, the, the the specific trail, horse park, those type of things. Um, so if in X amount of time when you said you're going to be gone, um, you don't show up, they at least have a starting point to go where to go looking for you. Um, and when you're by yourself, you know, that's always, uh, you know, there's a risk that you take when you go by yourself. Uh, you know, usually if uh, you're riding with someone, something goes sideways, there's that other person there to give you support, call for help, all of those kind of things. The next one um, on my list, safety gear. Um, we're all... I know I am guilty. I won't lump all of us into this, but I am for sure guilty of this, of not wearing my helmet when I'm riding my horse. I put a helmet on any other time I ride anybody else's horse, but my horse, oh, I trust him. He's going to be fine. And he will probably be the one that kills me. But but that's a, a whole nother topic. Um, so helmet riding, helmet wearing, pardon me. Um, in the English discipline, it's just part of your gear that you put on, right? You put your saddle on, you put your bridle on, you put your helmet on. In the Western world, we don't, it, it just, you know, the cowboy hat is your uh, your your headgear. Where, where really, um, anytime, you, anytime you're on your horse, you don't ride a motorcycle without a helmet. You don't play hockey without wearing a helmet. Why do you not wear your helmet when you're riding? 
So, so that, that's my rant for the day. I, I will do my best to, um, wear my helmet when I go ride my horse, whether I'm riding English or Western. Um, it is, it is super important. Um, something else, if you're going to be riding where there's cars, um, like if you're riding, uh, in the ditch or you're riding, um, potentially down the side of the road, having a reflective, uh, vest or high vis vest is not a bad idea. Um, it just, you know, makes the, the cars more aware, you know, that reflection, um, or the, the, you know, the, the yellow or the reflective tape on it will catch their eye. I've seen some really cool, you can get these, um, they're, they're like battery operated flashing lights that, you know, people put on their bikes, you can even get them and you just kind of braid it into the horse's tail. It's real little, almost looks like a hair elastic, but has a little light on the end. So if you are ever riding at night, always a good idea. I don't recommend riding at night um, out anywhere where there's potential danger. But if you were out um, and uh, it did happen to get later and it got dark, you know, having uh, a high vis, uh, even a head headlamp that you can put on your helmet, um, flip that on so you can see where you're going. Um, you know, having that safety gear, always a really good idea. Uh, next one on my list is, you know, fortunately, we're in the uh, the technological time now where everyone has a cell phone. Uh, number one priority when you take your phone with you is keep it on your person. If you and your horse get separated, something happens and you come come apart from your horse, you don't want your phone in your saddlebag and your fo- horse is halfway home. You want to have that phone in your pocket Um so you can, you know, call for help, emergency, whichever. Um, and always, you know, if you are going to go for a little longer ride, make sure it's fully charged because, you you know, you'd hate for, you know, be like, oh, I only have 30% battery and I'm going to go for a four hour ride. It might be worthwhile throwing the phone on the charger for an extra 30 minutes before you head out just to uh, make sure your um, your phone is good to go. You know, we talked a little bit about our trusted horse, our old faithful. Um, you know, old faithful um, can be perfect 99% of the time. Guaranteed that that 1% will be when you're out riding by yourself. Um, so, you know, making sure that you're being prepared before you ha- take out take that uh, trusted horse out. Um, you know, maybe, maybe they need a, a few rounds on the lunge line. That I always lunge before I ride. It doesn't matter if it's my first ride of the year or my hundredth ride of the year. Throw them on the lunge line, give them a few laps. If there's any kinks to be worked out in those first five minutes is where you're going to see it. You're going to see what kind of mood they're in. You're going to see what temperament they're in. Because, you know, if, if they feel hot, rammy, whichever you want to call it, you know, putting them on the long line and let them buck it out. You fill your boots. You buck as much as you want out there. Once I'm on your back, you better be on your best behavior. So, you know, being being prepared, um, you know, putting them on the long line um, is always really good idea. A um, couple more areas that, uh, you know, it, it comes back to, to common sense, those kind of things. I know those, you know, first few times we want to get out there and we want to get back in the saddle and we're just, we've spent the whole winter cooped up in our houses and we're just ready to, you know, 
wind in our hair and you know sunglasses maybe we got our phones in our pockets playing a little tune as we uh you know hit the trails um but you you do need to be super aware of your surroundings at all times you never know when a deer might pop out um we're seeing more and more horse trails shared with cyclists mountain bikers um you know they do tend to pop up around a corner and now all of a sudden you're like well there's a bike um always best you know use your voice communicate with them tell them what you want them to do would you rather them stop and let you go by or you're going to stop and they're going to go by um you know really important that you communicate with them that hey yeah my horse has seen a bike before i'll just wait here till you go by or vice versa um so so being aware um also being aware of of where you're going like know know the path you know, don't pick your a solo ride to be like, oh, let's go exploring down, you know, down these paths that I have no idea where they come out. Um, because, you know, your two hour ride might turn into a five hour ride because you zigged when you should have zagged. And now you've ended up on the wrong side. You know, now you have to cross water or there's down trees and you have to turn around and, and you, you know, you'd hate to get yourself disorientated. At least, you know, safety in numbers, right? Um, and, and last on my list is probably don't push your limits, right? Um, if, if it's the first ride of your, of the year, um, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and, you know, maybe, maybe your horse is going to be like, why, why are we going so far? Or, um, I'm getting, you know, it's getting close to supper time. And, you know, if they're, if they are herd bound at all, or, uh, those kind of things. And even yourself, right? You know, if you don't want to get dehydrated, you don't, and you don't want to overdo yourself, right? You don't want to use the, you know, the first few rides that when you go, you know, there, it takes a little while for that muscle memory to kind of kick back in and be like, oh yeah, yeah, those are my sit bones. Yeah, those are the muscles in the back of my legs that, you know, I use. Because, um, you know, we're all a little bit stiff after those, uh, um, after those first few rides so you know not pushing your limits um when you're when you're alone or you know if you're going out in a trail where maybe you're gonna have to like get off and on a few times if to open gates close gates um you know if you have a big horse that might be a challenge to get back on i have a big horse i purposely do never go anywhere by myself where i have to open a gate because i'll never get back on um, I would have to find Jimmy him up to something so I could climb on top of a fence to climb back on him. So, so there's no, uh, there's, you know, I do my best to never have to get off unless it's absolutely an emergency. <laughs> so, you know, knowing, knowing those things. Um, so, you know, really the, the, when you're, when you're riding by your, by yourself, you know, making sure that in general, you're letting somebody know where you're going, how long you're going to be gone for, um, making sure you got the right gear. Uh, always a good idea to, you know, if you're, um, might have to get off uh, for any reason, um, you know, throwing a, a lead shank in your saddlebag or even having one just tied to the side of your saddle. If you ever had to tie your horse or if you ever had to get off, this would be uh, would be a, a good idea. Make sure your phone's charged. Know where you're going. Um, you know, 
make sure you you know what kind of mood your horse is in before you get on and if that means uh you know a, a couple laps on with the lunge line or the long line before you go always uh, always a good idea doesn't matter if you're riding by yourself or with friends having a good you know a five minute you know couple minutes each direction you'll always know what what uh how your horse is feeling if they're if they you know feeling a little p and v um you'll definitely know it so um i know today was just a quick little episode on um some safety tips on riding alone riding solo uh, i hope that everyone is very soon able to hit the trails uh, and hopefully um, your first few rides out on the trails won't be alone you'll be able to ride with a buddy because um, that's what it's all about um, so hope everyone's having a great day and we'll talk again soon thanks for listening to the podcast today on behalf of Uta and myself we do look forward to you joining us again soon if you like the show make sure you hit that subscribe button so you will not miss any new episodes in the future if you'd like to give us some feedback or suggest a topic for a future show please send us an email or message us via Facebook or simply leave a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. The greater reviews we receive, the more like-minded people can find our show. And don't forget to check out all the great things on our website, equestrianadventuresses.com. Our goal is to provide you with all the information you need to feel confident to go on your own equestrian adventure. So until next time, adventuresses, happy trails!